0: Hello. Two two chat.
1: Industry. Chat. Industry. Chat. Industry. Chat. Industry
0: Tactics. <laughs> <laughs> Hi everybody and welcome back to Industry Tactics. I'm your loyal host, Friendly Rich. And on the podcast today, Lena Alamano from her flat in Berlin. We got to catch up, talk about a bunch of things, um, her creative pursuits how she does what she does. Uh, very intriguing conversation. It also pairs well with episode 130. We talk a- a- about her colleague, Nick Fraser, quite a bit. So get into it. Hope you enjoy it. Also, thanks for all the the, um, the wonderful comments about the new podcast that I launched last week with co-creator Corey McCallum. It's called The Boringville Chronicles. And uh, I hope you subscribe to it and check out the seven episode first season that we're launching episode two will 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 launch tomorrow on tuesday so uh thanks again for your support there for all things friendly go to friendlyrich.com and here it is we're going to queue up episode number 136 my delightful chat with Lena alamano To industry tactics episode number 136 i'm sitting here in my living room and across the pond in where do we find you in berlin
2: you're finding me in berlin yep
0: that right is in the middle the voice of berlin. Of <laughs> lena alamano welcome sure
2: welcome um thanks rich uh i'm i'm excited i, I listened to the uh one of you i think the last um episode that you did with Nick oh yeah
0: oh yeah great what a what a joy and you are we played some of your music on that so if we're connecting the dots on that uh gentle listeners go back and listen to our Nick Fraser interview (laughs) um we played something from I believe your your vegetables uh (laughs) cd that came out earlier this year yes
2: oh yeah I I don't remember if that's what it was but um but vegetables did come out earlier Mm -hmm. this year so that's very likely that that's what happened
0: beautiful stuff um you've been at this for how long
2: what do you mean by this 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 podcast
0: no uh the music (laughs) game the music game
2: this podcast for
0: four minutes (laughs) yeah not even yep
2: um well i started playing piano at the age of four Holy so, cow. Okay. I guess that's probably the most official um Amazing. number. Yeah.
0: Wow. Wow. Um and trumpet, and,
2: uh, trumpet when I was yeah.
0: 10. Trumpet yeah. came at 10, you said? Okay. Okay.
2: At, at 10, yeah.
1: Wow. So wow. a little bit
2: later, but okay. you can I, I mean you can't really start playing trumpet earlier than that. Yeah. Actually, I did once have an 8-year-old student, but Yeah. it was really hard for him to hold up the instrument. <laughs>
0: Yeah, fair enough. It's bigger. It's probably bigger than their head, right?
2: Yeah, totally.
0: Um, well, it's a miracle that we're even speaking. Uh, you're in Berlin.
2: Totally, totally. It's pretty amazing. Yeah, I mean, like after, uh, you know, after the craziness of the last year and a half. Mm-hmm. Um, it, it it's. Yeah, it was kind of a shock to the system. To, to I, I arrived here um, in August. Mm-hmm. So it's been like two and a half months now or more than two and a half months. And I've just been okay. going nonstop since I got here. Oh. Like, so much stuff going on. It's crazy. And it, yeah. It's, That's cool. It's pretty awesome. But it's also, like, I wasn't prepared. <laughs> so, yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. I was going to ask you, is the COVID feel totally different there?
2: it's pretty different yeah yeah um i mean they they yeah yeah i don't it's hard to say because now I'm, I'm a little bit i've lost track a little bit of what's happening in toronto mm-hmm. um mm-hmm. but as far as i understand the numbers are really good and every yeah. you know vaccination rate's very high and so yeah. it seems like ontario is really rocking it we're doing um, all
0: right apart from yeah, our, I mean, our um xenophobic racist uh Oh. uh premier apart from apart from him
1: yeah 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 what of
0: course
2: a turd. of course oh boy yeah well i mean there's i guess there's turds everywhere uh,
0: uh here here to that tutti il mondo <laughs> è un paese right as they say in italian <laughs> is italian your mother tongue
2: no i, I wish it was okay um I speak neither of my parents' languages, unfortunately.
0: And, and what are those languages, Italian and? Danish. Oh, wow. Okay, great. Cool. And you, you don't speak either of those languages?
2: I'm afraid not. I mean, I, I, I yeah, I wouldn't go as far as to say I speak Italian. I studied Italian for a few years at university, but, you know. Okay. Yeah. Um, and my French is also around the same level, and my German is little bit higher level than that now so wow I'm, that's I'm saying something german
0: holy <laughs> yeah, shit yeah well, but german is like off-putting what an it's off-putting really hard. language
2: it's very difficult yeah the grammar is just terrible but it's horrible um, i'm trying
0: oh, oh, hats off to you that that's more than i would ever do um i have such a disrespect <laughs> for their language <laughs> it's the worst
2: well it's Come kind, on. you're kidding it's, me um you know what i'm i'm really i i've I got somewhere now with it, so I'm, I'm still okay. a beginner, but I'm I'm not a total beginner, so That's I impressive. feel like I'm getting, like, I had a conversation today at mm-hmm. the, um, what is it called? Apotheca, um, what do you call that in English? The drugstore. Yeah. Okay. So I, I had a, a, an interaction with the pharmacist, and I was like, hey, I'm having a conversation in German. This is amazing.
0: Shit, wow. Holy cow.
2: I mean, I didn't quite get everything she said, but.
0: That's impressive, though, Lena, because, uh, <laughs> It is one confusing. Like they gotta simplify those words. Just scale them down. You know the way all the hip kids are just removing all the vowels. Right. Just saw off like three quarters of every word. It'll be fine. Yeah.
2: Right? <laughs> yeah. There's a lot of compound words. Yeah. But I mean, once you you learn the the small, you know, they're anyway. It it all makes sense to somebody, I guess.
0: Yeah. Amen. But, um, but we were I mean, saying listen. all the world is a all the world is a vi- is a village. So it's there's xenophobic dickheads everywhere but let's not dwell on that <laughs> let's not dwell on that
2: right right
0: instead uh, let's celebrate your new release the trumpet and drums remix festival so what are you trying to achieve here i'm so inspired by ah, your work and what you're doing can you can you set up a tune and we'll, we'll actually cut to some of it it's so beautiful but you're trying to you're so you're releasing it serially is that the idea this record
2: yeah. It's, it's, it's a total experiment. Okay. Um, uh, Nick and I, when we were in the, the depths of the dark gloomy pandemic, you know, the, yeah. whatever was happening, I don't know, in third wave, whatever, whenever it was, it was yeah. just horrid. And so we would meet outside in the freezing cold and sit on a bench and go like, Oh man, what are we going to do? <laughs> um, and we had made this recording recording, um, in the studio, just really, it was supposed to actually was supposed to be my quartet. So, the studio was booked for my quartet, and then it had to get canceled because of uh you know health health yeah. reasons that I was in, great. so anyway, Nick and I went in, we thought, well, let's just go in as a duo, it's all isolated and safe, and all that stuff. We did that, but then, after we did that, since we were totally unprepared, I wasn't totally sure what we were doing or what we were trying to achieve as you so uh whatever uh mm-hmm. graciously put that so and then we just started to, you know, think of like, well, what, what can we do with this? Or, and then I don't remember who came up with it. Somehow we just brainstorming and thought Like, well, it would be cool if somebody did a remix, like, mm-hmm. you know, cause, cause trumpet and drums is, and you know, it's actually, and we were isolated or, you know, uh, yeah. isolated more than usual, I guess, if there was a the quartet yeah.
1: Yeah. and
2: I thought, that'll well, something really work with those tracks more easily than, you know, the other stuff that I'm usually doing. So Got it, Um, got it. Yeah, and then it just kind of went from there. And then and I just also thought, because, you know, there's a bunch of duo tracks, which I think would fit together as an album just on their own, but then we have these other remix tracks, which were done by four different people, and they're really different and contrasting from each other Mm -hmm. and also from the original material. So Mm -hmm. we kind of were thinking, like, well, how do we present this? Mm Mm-hmm. And I, I kind of thought, well, maybe it's more like maybe it's more like a, a concert series or like, you know, you go to a show and you see a duo and then you see like an electronics thing or, or something like okay. that. So anyway, we just sort of came up with this idea. And it, it, it might be just a, a, a silly idea to, to release it Did, um, in a serial fashion. But I thought, oh, I'll just no, see cool. what happens, you know, like
0: it's cool. I don't know. And it's also it's also a really nice way to connect with um, artists that you know and love in a different way way i guess right so
2: yeah 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 totally
0: um let's let's play something from so so the these first six tracks that i see on your Bandcamp, which is um what is your Bandcamp address for the gentle listeners
2: um it's lena alamano is what it is dot bandcamp.com I, I think there you go
0: there you go so at lena alamano dot bandcamp.com we find trumpet and drums remix festival um there's six tracks there so are you telling us that next week when this podcast comes out there'll be another six tracks is that how you're doing this uh
2: no we're it's two tracks every week so there's already been three weeks
0: Uh, i see so we're in the middle of the drums and the trumpet and drums remix festival we're in it. it
2: yeah we're you're in it yeah yeah so then yeah so by next week cool. there'll be eight tracks and then the week after there will be 10 tracks
0: i see so you keep adding to the one body i got it I, by the end of it how That's many right. tracks will there be
2: there will be 10 tracks Very so there's cool. only okay. two two more left yeah i mean okay. you know we could have just released it all at once but i i don't know i just no. thought this was fun <laughs> a you know fun thing to do also because it's only a digital thing it's not we're not releasing a cd so yeah. i felt like you know it's digital so yeah. you could really do whatever you want you know
0: Amen. We can, well, yeah, anyway. let's uh, let's play something. You wanna you wanna choose a, a track that we can play after. We'll we'll slip it in there. Uh, either orange lemon or Linux 2.0. No, uh,
2: how do I choose? Right. I don't know. Um, you want one of the duo tracks or, or a remix track?
0: Is are the all caps duo? Uh,
2: yeah.
0: Oh, I see. I see the way you've structured this. Let's go um, Linux 2.0. That's remixed by our friend Karen Ng.
2: Yeah,
0: it's pretty awesome. Amazing. Do, do Here it comes one. now. Linux 2.0. So that's cool. So, so how do you define a remix? We just heard Linux 2.0. Um, how do you define a remix? What, how do you, how did you frame it when you sent this stuff to Karen and asked her to do that fine work on that track?
2: Um, awesome question. Uh, I mean, I, you know, I, I don't have a huge, um, you know, language, um, whatever the word is. <laughs> I, I can't even speak English anymore. Um. When it comes oh, you to
0: vocabulary, well, vocabulary.
2: Yeah. yeah. I don't the have to use vocabulary <laughs> for, um, for this kind of, um, yeah. For, for this kind of music. Like, okay. I thought what Karen did actually, um, is almost like, uh, music concrete or something. Yeah. It's just, yeah. Yeah. Um, and, and like what we did with, with each person, um, and each person has their own strengths and, and works in their own way with, with um you know tracks mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. so um we really like i really wanted to be carte blanche so i just okay. said to them hey here's we just we chose the tracks to send them mm-hmm, and then mm-hmm. we just said you know do whatever you want
0: so here, here's a bunch of stems audio track audio files do whatever you want it was very open-ended got it got it
2: yeah so yeah, yeah and, and and what karen did is she she kept a lot of the original material plus she added some stuff and did some processing, but some of the okay. other tracks. Um, well, anyway, I think it's really awesome. I'm so excited about how each person had used really different process. Uh,
0: that and that That's kind of why I asked is, is is this idea of like, how do you define remix? Right. Because I've given well, yeah. m- tracks to folks and just said, Hey, have at it. And it always surprises me. Like the, the concept of, okay. Like, I mean, remix ultimately means like just fucking around with the source material and, and presenting it in a new way. Right. So I like Mm -hmm. the fact that you got all kinds of stuff that teetered to music concrete, maybe electronic music, whatever it might be. I mean, it's all the same, I guess in the end, right. It's, it's it's a redo. Yeah.
2: Yeah. 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 I mean, uh I think if people listen just to the remix tracks, they, like it's hard to, you can't really, dif- I mean, all I could think of was using this umbrella term remix because it's so yeah. vague. I mean, it yeah. could mean anything, yeah. but I think really everyone had a really different um, approach. And cool. and every time they like, I'm going to do one at a time. So Nick and I would like be waiting for the next, Remix makes to come back, yeah, and then we listen yeah. to him and be like oh my god that's unbelievable that's so that's cool fun. And
0: that's fun. it was really that's like fun. yeah
2: like christmas every time yeah well yeah christmas. and
0: i think it opens up new creative um avenues for you to pursue in the future right like was, was that like a first for you this 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 concept i mean as heavy as you've d- d- dove uh, dived divin into the uh process you know <laughs> i'll butcher um, the language with yeah, you yeah
2: i guess i mean I've, i mean i've done a lot of live live stuff you know with electronics yeah. live yeah. processing and that kind of thing but okay. m- maybe somebody's used my material for for things never so explicitly like this where i said like here's yeah. the trumpet and, and and the you know four or five drum mics tracks and, yeah and yeah wow um,
0: and 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 definitely pandemic inspired this thing, eh, like it wouldn't have taken shape, definitely. if it wasn't for that cold park bench,
2: yeah, exactly, exactly, and also we were of course, we were trying to come up with things like what can we do with our lives now that everything is ruined? <laughs> And so we just thought like, how can, how can we collaborate with people? How can we make music with people? And so we thought like, well, this is, this is obviously very safe. You just digitally, you know, you send them an email or we know a transfer and, and then they do their thing and then they're back. So that, yeah, of course, I I don't know if I would have thought of it if it hadn't been for the isolation uh, pandemic factor stuff.
1: Hmm. yeah yeah that's
0: so inspiring to me sorry go ahead go ahead
2: oh no i was just gonna say i I, we were originally intending it to come out earlier okay um you know like in the summer and i thought like the pandemic would be over and then but anyway it turns out the pandemic's still going (laughs) so (laughs) it's it's still fine (laughs) but yeah yeah,
0: yeah you know what's kind of funny is um hey this whole project was supposed to come out during the pandemic hang tight COVID just keep doing your thing for another couple months otherwise yeah. it won't make sense if it comes out yeah and everybody's exactly free yeah yeah, yeah yeah and they're like what <laughs> yeah, that's why did up. you
1: do that yeah
0: that's messed up oh <laughs> uh, what a ride it's been I remember seeing you on the uh chi gung uh sessions there with michael herring it was uh yeah me and my mom and you and your mom i never got to reflect on that with you but that was quite special it felt like the muppet babies a bunch of musicians and their mothers um
2: yeah
0: pouring michael's
2: Michael's imaginary
0: molasses What's that? Oh, What's yeah. that?
2: Michael's mother was also uh,
0: Michael's mother, Mona, lest, lest we not acknowledge. Yes. So there go was ahead.
2: another, um, there was another mother daughter team for a while. Um, my Sick. mom's friend, Mary and her daughter. Lived. Are you, are
0: you still doing it?
2: Um, uh, me and my mom are still doing it, but now it's, it's changed days and it's like, uh, yeah, wow. there's, I don't know as many of the participants yeah. now.
0: Yeah. It was, it was the, it was a time to do it. I felt earlier in the year. Um, I don't know if I could do that like every Friday night. It was turning to be a difficult thing to, yeah, you know.
2: Yeah, now it's Wednesday. I think Wednesday mornings for you guys. So for oh, me, okay. it's uh, like around dinner time. Wow, on Wednesday. that's anyway. so
0: special. That's so special. It was. It
2: was nice. Yeah.
0: yeah. Um, hey, let's uh, le- let's at your choice. I'd like to talk a little more about your music. How you how you go about making it like a, like that record vegetables? Maybe we can actually play something off of that. How did you? Are you charting all that that material and giving it to the band?
2: Yes. Okay.
0: Um, who taught uh, you how to do that?
2: Who? Um, yeah, I don't know. It's funny. I was just having a conversation with my dad last night. Um, mm-hmm. like, this might be getting beginning a little bit sidetracked, but. Ah, I just I just got here. out of the I just got out of the studio with this incredible project here in Berlin called Trickster Orchestra and it's like
0: Oh, sounds fun. It's got like
2: it's like I guess you would call it new music but it's also got a lot of other elements going on it's a lot of it's a lot of improvisation but a lot okay. of the musicians are classically trained and extremely high level like everyone was like okay. like the but, best zheng okay. player in the world and you know Great. The violist wow. is from the Berlin Philharmonic. And it, it was just like, I was just totally like, going, oh my God. Yeah. Uh, you know, what am I doing here?
0: Oh, <laughs> fun, I, fun.
2: But it was amazing. And then I was just thinking like, if it wasn't for all the skills that I managed to acquire over mm-hmm. all the years I've been playing the trumpet, yeah. I wouldn't have been there in that project. I had to be able to read music like crazy. Isn't it unreal? Be able to, yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, you, I think, yeah. Like I had, you know, there was odd meter. There was... There was yep. serious impro- improvising using extended techniques. Yeah, it was like all the skills that I ever used and, wow. and gained
1: wow. were needed wow.
2: for this gig. And, Isn't and then that I beautiful, was like, wow,
1: right? yeah, was,
2: yeah, I felt like, OK, so this is why I worked so hard.
0: <laughs> and and w- like, what has your path been like? Did you go to university for music or did you like how, how has that been? I, I, I don't want to get too into people's educations, but I do like to touch on it. Yeah, sure. I
2: mean, um, well, since I started so young and, yeah. uh, you know, I was in a family of, of music, basically. Um, my mom's not a musician, but my dad and my brother are.
1: Oh, wow. And,
2: um, so uh, like I was just doing like, I, I was transcribing, you know, Freddie Hubbard and Miles Davis and Tom Harrell solos when I was 15 or whatever. Like, okay. I, and I wow. was already pl- playing in a Latin band professionally. And like, so I've kind of had, I had real, like real life kind of training as a teenager.
0: Did you grow did you grow up in Toronto? In the
2: No in Edmonton.
0: Edmonton. Okay.
2: No okay. Edmonton.
0: Sorry, but my worst joke. Uh please continue. Please continue. It please continue.
2: is in Edmonton, I think. <laughs> well, I like to call it Deadmonton, but actually it's yeah. it's a pretty cool town.
0: It's yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Oh wow. Okay.
2: Anyway, um so I and then yes, I also went to college in Edmonton. At the time, it was a college. Now it's a university, Grant mm-hmm. McEwen College. Okay. And that okay. was a great program, I have to say. When I went there, it was it was a great program. I, I really I wow. was practicing like six hours a day and fantastic. Um, also, my teacher since I was twelve, uh, was a synth player in Edmonton, so I got okay. classical training. Um, and then, yeah. And then when I went to Toronto, I, I, I studied jazz at U of T.
0: Okay. And, okay.
2: And then I also, I, I did a bunch of other studying with other trumpet players, uh, in New York and in Berlin and
0: yeah. So, you, so you, you, um, you went to U of T jazz and then what was your first taste of going to Berlin and what drew you to this like dual, like toronto slash berlin i love seeing that on musicians bios it's like you can't make a choice eh? they're they're both so good (laughs) kind of yeah i like it i know i dig it i think it's like i always love that i always admire that when i see that kind of design so so are you keeping a flat there and here
2: um well things have changed since the pandemic so in the pandemic i kind of you know i didn't have many options to come here i I did come in for a minute to do a couple of gigs um when there was like a lag in the numbers, that was like, yeah, a whole year yeah. ago,
1: yes. generally okay.
2: wasn't here for the last year and a half. Um, so that started everything at a like clean slate. And then I was just thinking, you know, in Toronto when I was just sitting there by myself doing nothing for a long time, uh, I thought, you know what, as soon as I can, I better move to Berlin because I was getting yeah. up because Berlin opened up ways. Um, okay.
0: That's really smart.
2: And in fact, they never really shut down as much as we did. So I don't know if it, I, you know, I don't know if it makes sense for health or whatever. I don't know why it happened like that. Yeah. But I was saying that I was getting a lot of work offers in Berlin, oh, wow. and at a certain point, wow. I was like, okay, I just got to get there because then I can work because there's yeah. really nothing happening in Toronto anymore.
0: Right. Um. Right.
2: So I decided that I would try for a work visa this time. So I just got okay. my work visa for, for three, Good years. three years. So. So technically, I could live here for three years without okay, having to okay. go back to Canada. Got it.
1: Got but it. Good for you.
2: I want to yeah. go back. Yeah,
0: sure. You like? <laughs> so you I'm, like the I'm slash, still going to. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
2: I'm still going to go back and forth, but at least now I have some flexibility because before yeah. it was really hard to do the three months and three months and.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So. Um, um, so
2: now so, I have a, a flat here, and and I'm not sure what's happening. Somebody's subletting my flat in Toronto, so. Let's see.
0: I mean, but back to my, sorry, my original question there, I forgot, I, I, I figured oh, yeah. it off there, it was like, when did you start, like, when was your first trip to Berlin, and how did that hit you, of like, holy shit, this is like, totally different out here?
2: Um, as far as I recall, uh, I, um, it was 20, okay, so I met Axel Derner, who is a trumpet player in Berlin, yeah, um. Incredible guy just playing the trumpet in this, you know, his own very distinctive way, not like mm-hmm. other trumpet players. He's he's really got his own language on the instrument. I saw him play a bunch, you know. He was touring through at some point quite regularly with some guys or not guys, some people Amsterdam. Yeah. Mostly. So I saw him play several times and I was like, Gee, I gotta talk to this guy because mm-hmm. these sounds he's making are just like blowing my mind. Hmm. And I've never heard anyone play like that Hmm. around, you know, around Toronto. So
1: um,
2: Mm, I got a lesson with him at some point in Toronto. And then I then I applied for a grant because I was like, I got to study with this guy (laughs) and the Canada Council grant to go to Berlin in 2013. Okay, Okay. I think I think it was 2013. Or maybe it was twenty. Yeah, yeah I think twenty thirteen. Yeah. So
0: okay, wow, wow. And
2: then when I got I got here, and then uh, I was like, well, I should do some sessions while I'm here, or whatever. And then yeah. I right away I met uh, my drummer Michael Greener, my okay. drummer here.
0: Yeah, um, yeah.
2: He he just like introduced me to everyone on the scene, wow. and immediately wow. I was playing.
0: That's so um, cool. Which is,
2: yeah it's it's a little different than toronto like in berlin it's like you just show up and then you people just you just play like people are cool like it, what, it just seems like it's not a big deal to just yeah. show up
0: was that your intent to kind of go there and form like your a, a version of your quartet there and, and keep a version of your quartet he- here in in toronto so that you would just be more open to seeing it and experiencing it in different ways what you do
2: um, I, I wasn't like, I wasn't sure at first because I really just came to take lessons. And then I just right, thought like, right. Oh, I'll, I'll meet some people and play sessions and that'll be cool. And yeah. then it just sort of start like, because I was doing all these sessions and I did some gigs, I was like, this is really fun playing with these people. And, yeah. um, and, and so then it, it sort of crept, crept up slowly. And that trio that I have now in Berlin mm-hmm. called orange mouse, um, that that also didn't form right away. Like it kind of evolved over a couple of years. First, it was a quartet kind of, and then it, yeah, okay. it kind of morphed into a trio. And then I started writing, you know, more formal oh. music for it oh. instead. Are yeah,
0: you,
1: I wasn't.
0: Are you, are you writing sorry. for humans when you write, or like for humans specifically when you write for like say Brody, Andrew, and Nick, or? yes Uh, yes
2: definitely i'm writing for specific humans which is i think a beautiful thing and it really it's what really inspires me to write the music okay um but i would say the only downside of it is that really nobody else can play it because it's so uh, personal and i know that okay I know that Andrew can do this because of the way his tuning is, and because he's incredible, and he's you know can have, he has his technique and stuff. But I can't expect anyone else to be able to play what he can play.
0: That's fun. Um, let's listen to Champignon from your your April 2021 release, Vegetables, featuring Brody West, Andrew Downing, and Nick Fraser, alongside Lena. Here it comes. yeah beautiful champignon it's mushroom season here, <laughs> and um
2: yeah, I thought too. that would
0: be appropriate yeah oh there too eh you you seeing some good uh some good fungi in your travels?
2: there's some good fungi here yeah for cool. yeah they're they're really big on regional uh stuff here, and when something is in season, it's like yeah, you know mushrooms forever and tomatoes and whatever. <laughs>
0: Um, what what can you tell us further about working with that quartet and um the Lena Alamano four? Like how long have you known those musicians? I assume you go way back with all three of them.
2: Yeah. Um I met Andrew the first of those guys. well, yeah. I mm-hmm. met him at U of T, but I met Nick shortly okay. after, although he was just like seventeen or something
1: wow, at the time. Wow. Yeah. <laughs>
2: Um, and Brody, I met a few years later, I think. Um, but this band has been we've been together since 2005.
0: Oh, beautiful. Yes. Beautiful.
2: That's really long. T- so it really feels like, and yeah, we've been really consistent with, I don't know, with developing the play and over the, years, I think, yeah, it's, it's really, I feel very attached to, uh, that project. It's, well,
0: it's um, so it's so great just going through your your band camp and seeing the breadth of your work. Gentle listeners, I urge you go to Lina dot dot com to check out the speaking of vocabulary or vocabulary and stricken. Um, there is a lot here. You change gears for something like the titanium riot. Just bringing in um, new amazing voices in the in the. Uh, in the Toronto weirdo jazz scene. Um, it's really beautiful uh, seeing how committed you are to doing, the putting the stuff out, right? Staying creative, thinking of new ways in terms of how to present it with the, the recent festival, the remix festival.
1: Oh, well,
2: that's, um, that's nice. Thanks. I'm glad uh to... well, I'm, 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 I'm honored that you would pay attention to <laughs>
0: Oh my God. it It's, um, it's, uh, do, do you, well, just on that note of like putting stuff out, like you, um, do you feel like it's always going in a direction of, yeah, you're getting better and you're, you're sitting in a chair or standing wherever you were recently with this trickster orchestra going, it took all of my prior experience to put me here.
2: Yeah, I I mean, I I just just that kind of just hit me very recently. I mean, you know, it's still it's still such a huge amount of work to play. Well, a to play music, Mm -hmm. and b to play the trumpet. (laughs) I mean, I know everyone has a thing on their instrument, and it it takes Mm -hmm. a lot of work. But I mean, yeah, I've been really devoted to playing this instrument for you know since I was ten years old. Like mm-hmm. I've been devoted to playing the trumpet and it's,
1: mm-hmm. it just
2: takes many hours a day. And you, I mean, yeah, I guess I'm kind of thankful that at some point, you know, all those many hours, I don't even know how to calculate those many hours and yeah. years, you know, that it does add, it it, it leads somewhere. Like it's, my God. I'm, I mean, I don't know if what I'm doing is, you know, going to change the world or anything like that. But, but at right. least I know that my life's energy has, you know, amounted to something like I, I've developed as a musician and mm-hmm. as an instrumentalist uh, and hopefully artistically I've developed and I keep trying. I mean, that's that's what makes me excited. Yeah. And I, and yeah. I haven't you know, the thing is, I haven't really done anything else in my life, so I, I don't have any children. I don't you know, I don't own a house. I don't I don't mm-hmm. have any. I just I own my trumpet.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
2: and then I. Uh, you know, that's, that's kind of it. So it, it's a, it's a, it does feel like, um, yeah, there's pros and cons, of course, to this kind of approach.
0: Right, right, right. The
2: life. Yeah. I, I wouldn't, I mean, like, I wouldn't recommend it, you know, like my niece started playing but and, yeah. <laughs> and,
0: Would you recommend? is this the life for you? Yeah, exactly. Exactly.
2: Yeah. I mean, I'd be, I'd be hesitant for sure to, to, you know.
0: Yeah. Yeah.
2: it's it's, it's difficult and yeah i mean there's there's challenges in on so many levels for sure i
0: like that i know i appreciate you being so kind of you know open about the difficulty of like it's not a normal lifestyle it's It's i mean and and that's the and that's the beauty and also the like the push and pull of it is like it's like yeah that's the point of like it, it's not normal it's it's yeah yeah you know um lena <laughs> alamano berlin slash toronto i mean that is, it's great i mean there are also you know um molasses magnets that are probably doing the same gig right but it's like it's <laughs> i hear you it's like it's uh it's, it's so beautiful. Yet, yet as well, there are, you know, there are sacrifices, right? And, um, sure. yeah, how, yeah. how have, how, how has that like affected you as you've, like, I just love the moment that you just, it sounds like just came out of where it's like, holy shit. It took all my being, all of my, like all of these hours to get me here and make me feel somewhat ready for this, uh, this trickster orchestra experience. I like that. I really dig it.
2: You know? Yeah, I mean, uh, I, I don't know what else to say about it.
0: Um, well, there wasn't a question in there. So oh. I, mean, <laughs> I, I somehow got carried away. I somehow got carried away. But no, I think that's so what your niece is interested in uh, in a musical life.
2: Well, that's the thing I don't know because she's extremely smart and um she mm-hmm. does really well in school and she's 16 now and and she's you know really good at trumpet but you know mm-hmm. I it's sort of like yeah but you could do anything. Okay. <laughs> you could be a doctor if you want. Like I I just you know mm-hmm. of course I want to support her if she wants if she wants to go in that direction but I also feel mm-hmm. like like wow I I really wouldn't wish wish this on anyone unless they they really want that. Like that's what
0: okay. they really want. Okay. Yeah, I think that's. I think that's. Um, great advice. I think if you love it literally to death, then you're gonna do this thing. But if it's anything in between, it's gonna be just like a struggle and weird and maybe not. Like, I think that's kind of cool that you would say that not in a weird negative way that like you have regret in having done this path, but it's like a, right. it ain't for everybody. And you care so much for your niece to say like, Hey, you know, just think twice about it.
1: I'm mm-hmm. talking speaking
0: from experience. It's like, you have to, you know, there's so much. So it, like, is it, there's so much financial risk associated with the thing yeah. et cetera, et cetera. Right. Yeah. Um, yeah.
2: I mean, and, and so, and also just the, I mean, I don't know if I should say mm-hmm. this on, on the air, <laughs> mm-hmm. but I mean, just, just the the physical burden of playing an instrument at a certain yeah. level yeah. is, yeah. is like, I just feel like I'm tied to this thing physically. Like I just, Interesting. you know, yeah. and, and, and it, it's, it's mm-hmm. like being an athlete like you can't go like oh right. I think I'll just uh, you know I'll just take a few right. days off. It's like okay you could do that if you're not going to run a marathon in the next 6 months. Right. But if you're going to be running a marathon every week or whatever every few days then That's great. Yeah. You know you got to be yeah. training all the time. So I just like I've been training every day since I was 10 years old. That's kind of what I feel like.
0: Wow, wow, wow. You know what's your what's your um what's your brain like for that? Like, are you good with that? Can you carve out, like, is your, is your week to week always in flux or, or, or do you have practice blocks in there that it, you've managed to, you make it work?
2: Well, yeah. I mean, I, now in Berlin, it's a bit different because in Toronto, I could just practice at my apartment mm-hmm. pretty much whenever I wanted you know, within reasonable hours. So I, I was kind of more flexible with it, but here now I, I rent a rehearsal space that's shared okay. with four. Yeah, there's four people sharing it, so I have a block of time every day. Oh, great,
0: great, great! So I have three it, hours Do you every like day. that? Do you, do you prefer that? It's like, oh, I've, I mean, I've got this block. I, I'm
2: actually, I'm it's pretty good, and it's also nice Kinda that nice. you you have to leave your space to go to another space, and then when you're at the workspace, it's like, well, there's not there's no internet there, there's not nothing. Okay. So okay. then I just Perfect. work on music. I Perfect. actually really Perfect. like it that sounds lovely yeah and then you know if i have a gig i generally don't do my long practice because there's only so many hours you can play the trumpet and whatever got it so got it um so actually gig days are kind of like a relief because like ah, i don't have to practice today
0: (laughs) (laughs) that's fun to get into your brain a little bit on that kind of stuff right like and and then sure like that all makes sense um where hey can we uh you were, you were talking about orange mouse, no? <laughs>
2: yeah.
0: <laughs> what does that mean? Is it literally orange mouse?
2: No. Uh, well, it's orange mouse. So schmaus. there's two words. Yeah, yeah. orange means ears. Uh, and ear. schmaus is, is uh, like a kind of a feast. Or feast like for some your kind ears. A, like, okay. Like a delicious thing. So in English, the equivalent sort of is like ear candy or something got like it, that. Got it, got it, got it. Okay. Like, like as opposed to eye candy, like it's kind of a funny, it's a funny yeah. word.
0: Supposedly, cool. um, I don't know. You I mean, put not, out a record. No. You put out a record with Dan, Peter Sundlin, and Michael Greener. The trio. Uh, this is a Berlin-based project. That's right. Oh wow! Yeah. Um, Dan
2: Pager is Norwegian, but he lives in Berlin, and cool. uh, Greener is German. He lives in Berlin, also. Yeah
0: amazing amazing um what can you tell us about year of the eye
2: um let's see that's a, is it just a little sketch melody as far as i remember there's two little parts to it and um we just launched off into it it's uh, a yeah, well there's not much to say i mean those guys they're really different than the guys i play with in toronto but they mm-hmm. have the same kind of uh i don't know how to Describe it. Like they, they just kind of intuitively know how I want my music to go.
0: Cool. Oh, that's so special that you would find these kind of friends and family that can really bring that vision to life. I think it's so special.
2: It's tr- it's true. I feel really lucky.
0: Yeah. Uh year here it comes year of the eye. From uh, that, this came out what right around the pandemic, didn't it? That rats and mice. Yeah. What
2: uh, what year was it? Last March 20,
0: March twenty
2: twenty. Twenty twenty. Okay, yeah, yeah, that makes sense.
0: Year yes. of the year of the eye. Indeed, here it comes. <laughs> shit. Yeah, that is fun and so special that the the, the the Berlin I love hearing your voice kind of and your, your compositional voice filtered through these different ensembles. You know it's Very uh nice. it's a cool through line but it's like I love I love how you're doing your you I love how you're 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 evolving your career. Um I've always been inspired by that idea of like Taking your music to a different city, but you're putting in the, like you talked about like all the work that you're putting in, you're putting in the hours it takes to gain trust to find those people who are like, I'm going to bring your music to life. Just I have an idea just the way you want it. That's like, that's ri- you you can't just phone that in. You can't just fly to any city you want and try to make that yeah. work. That came organically for it sounds like yeah, almost yeah. a decade, right?
2: yeah 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 for sure like yeah things things develop, and you know it actually the i've I've been playing with Greener for a really long time, and right, right away, there was a thing had a thing it just it just worked mm-hmm. um but with dan Peter, we had he was subbing for somebody actually on a gig, oh, okay. the, the trio wasn't quite formed yet, and then uh he yeah he just blew me away, I was like, oh my God, this guy is insane, mm-hmm. like he was dragging his bass upside down on the stage. Going, like this was like, I just met him and he was just like standing in, you know, subbing in for somebody last minute. And okay. I was like, Oh my okay. God, this yeah. is intense. I got to play with this guy. <laughs> yeah. yeah, And then, Fine. yeah, I just, Fine. you know, you play a couple of rehearsals and you just, you realize, okay, these guys are really committed to, to finding a, a group thing. And yeah. that what I want. I'm, yeah. I oh. i do not want to just do casual, you know, things with, you know, here. I mean, that's also fun, you know, doing ad hoc things or doing one time things with people yeah. is also yeah. Yeah. can be awesome and fun. Yeah. And um, but I really like it when things develop and there's some yeah. commitment to to a longer term.
0: It's like uh, a friendship. People. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, is the um? what did you sorry? What did you call that ensemble? I should have written it down that you're playing with in Berlin now that you just oh, uh, the, the, trickster, the, the orchestra? Trickster, trickster trickster orchestra is that a one-time yeah. thing or will that trickster orchestra happen more, more than once? Do you think?
2: Well, it's a real, that's a really interesting project because they, um, as trickster, might jest, um, mm-hmm. they, they're always shape shifting. So, wow.
1: um,
2: they never do this exact same constellation of people every time. And it's always okay. new music. Oh, fun. So fun, fun, fun. as far as I know, the thing that I just did, which was unbelievable, there were 16 mm-hmm. musicians. All kinds of instruments you just wouldn't believe work to just like you know a contra bass flute and a, a, a zheng yeah. and um a Amazing. koto and uh Amazing. just all these insane things wow. uh, and wow. so anyway we did the four day project it's being recorded for the radio here and it's going to be broadcast i think next month But then apparently, you know, the next time will be different constellations. So I might be in the next one Uh or I might be in the one after.
0: Okay. But but you're in that community. You got a call from someone. Like, is that how that kind of came to life? Obviously, you got a call from someone. Yeah,
2: I mean, the thing (laughs) is I've kind of been connected here for a long time. It's just that, yeah, it's just been a little bit on and off. But um, the way I was doing it for Quite a few years, I was here pretty much half the time.
0: Right, right. And,
2: and in three-month chunks, so I'd kind of be gone for three months, but a lot of, you know, three months isn't that long, it goes by pretty fast, so people wouldn't really notice that I was gone, oh, and, then, fun.
1: That's and then I'd true. be back.
2: So in a way, it kind of, I'm kind, I've kind of been in for a while, but it's building more and more, and I guess that makes sense, because the more you do stuff, then the more, you know, you get called through other things.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I love it. I think that's so exciting. Um, do you, do you, where do you want to go from here? Like what do you, how do, how do you plan your, how do you plan what you do? Like, does, do you have a longer arc to it or are you going kind of three months at a time?
2: Well, now that I have this, um, work visa, which is actually called a residence permit, um, Mm -hmm. that could change things for me. Um, so once I kind of really like i I've just I just got it last week so I'm still kind of stunned because normally you don't get three years you usually get one year oh so like the fact that they gave me three years is I was just like okay I wasn't expecting that um and so so like I'm not I haven't really figured what, what yeah what the arc is going to look like or what I should do with this or should I really take advantage of being here for the three years what yeah. does that mean for all my projects in Toronto. Right. Uh, I wasn't okay. planning on giving those up, so right,
0: right. So this is a bit I'm, of I'm a, a I'm, yeah.
2: I'm a little bit of a deer sketching. in the headlights right now. Okay. Yeah, and I was okay. almost like when when they when I got it, I was like, wait a minute. <laughs> um, yeah. Yeah. What yeah. have yeah. I done? Oops. You know. Oops.
0: Yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I like that. I, I like that. I think I think you have in, enough experience doing this that it 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 will make sense, and you know that right? Like you have confidence in yourself to be like, okay, I'll I'll process this and kind of chart a a bit of a path right
2: yeah i think i just need like a minute to figure it out because i it's been just so busy and it's it's just continued until december like this so i but i hope that time december hits i'll be like okay now i'll really figure out what what i'm doing like what does the next year look like and the year after and Mm -hmm. and yeah because i mean it it makes sense. I, I guess the thing, the other logistical thing is generally what I've heard it's quite difficult to get the second visa. Oh, so wow. after the the first one is over, you really have to like be fancy pants to get the second one.
0: But that might so. be that might be cool because if you test it out now in the next 3 years, you might be like, "You know what? I'm going to go back to the 3 month cycle." There was something about that 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 made sense for me and that's good enough. Or right, you go deeper, I guess I, those are the options, but yeah um, yeah, oh, it's so cool, it's so exciting i don't I don't know a lot of people that do it the way you're doing it. do you um do you tour a lot or is that kind of a, how does touring play into into your world?
2: Uh, a lot I would say that from other people I know, um, mm-hmm. I'm touring an average amount um
1: yeah. okay. well,
2: some people I know tour a lot more um I generally like to just tour with my own projects and That's, you know yeah. sure. a couple other if they're a really nice thing I feel attached to in some way or maybe yeah. the money's really good or whatever it is right. um but yeah the more I'm getting the harder it feels to to tour like it's just it's more yeah. exhausting now for sure and Oh God, you know, like it's just more disruptive. And and because of now I've got this new thing and what am I doing with my life? It's like, yeah, Yeah. I I don't know. Maybe we'll we'll talk again, you know, when I'm back in Toronto for Christmas. But because Mm -hmm. this I have a ton of touring coming up now and I I've just done some and I was like, oh, my God.
0: (laughs) Yeah. Okay. Where in Um, Europe or, or back here in Toronto?
2: Yeah, no, it's it's here. Okay. Yeah, I I mean touring here is obviously it's it's easier because the distances yes. aren't as 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 big right. and right. and there's yeah, there's just there's more gigs closer and they're paying well and mm-hmm. But it's still
0: paying. the grind. It is you're right. It is still that grind, right? So
2: Yeah, and then you yeah. know you get you get stuck on a train that's got a 3-hour delay and you're like, "Oh man, I've already been on this train for 6 hours and you know." And then you get to play a gig and then it's like, ah, oh, jeepers." <laughs>
0: Yeah. Jeepers. Indeed. Jeepers. Indeed. Yeah. Um, well, we're going to wrap it up soon, but I want to, um, any, any, la- I, you were kind of touching on it with your, your, uh, your niece in terms of like advice, but I would say other advice for any musician that's, um, earlier in their career, like what you've learned that you might want to kind of, uh, a nugget or two in terms of like advice that you would give to someone earlier in their career,
2: I guess. Well, I mean, I I think my path was a bit different. Like I, I saw a lot of people who kind of make decisions sooner in their lives than I do or did. Mm -hmm. And I, I, that makes sense to me. Um, but I, think what do whatever you do, like if you decide to move to New York when you're twenty five and that's it and you really go for it and blah blah, that's one thing, or you could be like me and just kind of mean mess around here for a while and mess around there and then this mm-hmm. and that and do this and that and try to figure out what you're doing and um but I think what whichever path you take, it's it's a long haul for sure. Like you can't expect um you know you can't expect things to really start coming together for I, I think, I mean, I don't know, maybe some people are lucky and they can really get things happening right away, but I think it just yeah. takes, I think it just takes years, years yeah. of perseverance yeah. and,
1: yeah.
2: and, and just absorbing all the the artistic influences and all the education and different ways, like not just going to school, but like getting educated by playing different kinds of music with different people yeah. and yeah. Um, that kind of thing. And so just, you know, taking a lot of risks you know, with, with the way you live and things like that. But I, mm. like, again, I don't know if I would necessarily recommend it to everyone because. Yeah. I, I'm not sure that it would work for everyone. And also for me, it's quite stressful, to be honest. Sometimes some days I'm just like, this is really stressful. Like, okay. Okay. <laughs> you know, it, yeah. It but also yeah. I also, I'm so grateful that I get to do these amazing things yeah. and play music, amazing music. And
1: yeah. Yeah. I
0: choose. understand that. Yeah. It, it It is that push and pull that we were talking about of the, the, the stressful side for sure. Like, but it's also like beautiful adventures in music and, and that's what goes sure. with it. Right. It's like, it's like, yeah, that's what goes with it. I think it's, it can't be undermined that heavy lift. Right. Of yeah, years. Yeah. You know,
1: yeah.
2: Yeah. And I think if you're just really dedicated to something for a really long time, it, it, it's got to it's got to work out at, on yes. some level. Yes. I mean, there, yes. some people like they go more into the teaching route because that's their comfort zone or that's where they're really blossoming mm-hmm. or maybe they need the money or whatever. And I, I think that's beautiful, too. Mm-hmm. I, um, I, I just never did that or I did it for like a 10 year period. And then I, when I was in my 30s, I said, like, no, I really want to focus on my music. OK, but that was a huge risk. That was kind of like yeah. jumping off a, a cliff, you know, without yeah. the parachute yeah. or whatever.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Wow. I like that. That sounds like it was a, a moment.
2: <laughs> yeah. Well, I never went back. <laughs> so I, I never went back right? to teaching. So, yeah. There you
0: go. There you go.
2: I don't know. I mean, I, I think it's it's a beautiful thing, but I, I wouldn't be able to do that and all the other stuff that I'm doing. I just.
0: Right. 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 Um, well, it's it's great. I mean, it's uh, and it's good to know yourself more with each kind of cycle that you go through in terms of this, right? It's like that sounds like it was a moment. Not that you won't ever teach again, but it's just uh, on different terms, I guess, right? Yeah. Right.
2: Yeah. 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 I mean, I, yeah. I'm I'm very grateful. I mean, I'm, I'm also just so grateful I get, we get to play the music again. Like, that was oh, a horrible, wow. horrible wow. thing. Yeah. But, I mean, that came up a little bit for me, too, in the pandemic, because, you know, a lot of people I know had other things to do.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: They already had the kind of, like...
0: Yeah, you know, I mean, like I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm a rower, or whatever it is, that you could do yeah. distance, or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
2: Something like that, or, yeah. like, oh, they were still able to do their teaching, or, mm-hmm. you know, on some level, online, or whatever. Yes, but that, yes. I was just like, yeah. okay, I can't do anything. That's like, and then who am I at, at a certain point? I was like, wow. well, I can't, can't play the, I'm just playing the trumpet for myself. I mean, how yeah. long can I do that? And so that was, that was a bit weird. But yeah. then I, I really did have faith. that I was like, you know, I'm, I'm really sure what I'm doing is I, I'm a trumpet player and I want to keep making music and it's just going to, yeah. I just have to be patient. It's coming back.
0: It was, it was an assuring moment more than anything. I think a difficult one, but the most difficult it sounds like for many
2: um, yeah. I mean for sure there was Yeah, I mean I guess I just i had conversations with some friends who were like, "Actually, yeah. for me it's not that bad." You know, yeah, it sucks, but they still mm-hmm. had this and that and whatever. And I was like, "Oh my god." Cuz I was just I was a mess. I was just like Okay. You know.
0: Yeah. Like it's this, um I I heard the thing the pandemic has helped you learn or this person that was saying it to me that that it helped them learn who their friends were a little, a little more and, you know, a little deeper than, than earlier. Did you find that? Did you find, you know, those moments on the bench, figuring things out with uh, someone like Nick Fraser, as an example, Mm -hmm. um, that you grew closer to, to some?
2: Um, I, 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 not for me. I would say that I have a lot of close friends that are really important. And those ones just remained, uh-huh. Um, uh-huh. made a few I, I think what happened more was that a few people that were more kind of on the periphery in, in terms of friendship like people I would just see out at gigs or
1: yes, that I would love yes. to see
2: and hang out with but not people that I normally yeah. made an okay. effort to see like it was just like Got they it. were just present in my life and suddenly right. those people disappeared <laughs> so but then my yeah. close friends I still maintained close contact with it was just yeah I did miss that the community you know the aspect of yeah. community yeah completely Uh,
0: absolutely absolutely (laughs)
2: horrendous
0: (laughs) and and on that note i give you the last if you can to cue up a tune from your body of work any tune if you had to pick it i I was i have some ideas but i don't want to well maybe oh
2: you have some ideas
0: nope
2: i don't have any ideas
0: (laughs) i have no ideas no, I, um, I was thinking. Uh, go ahead. I was thinking of leaving it to you, please. Oh, well,
2: I, uh, I just was. I, I like bloop. I'm I'm pretty into bloop right now. So maybe something from bloop. Um,
0: beautiful, beautiful. I've just been
2: thinking, like, how can I get Mike over here? I, I don't oh, know because wow. now he's got a baby and he's got a job and you know. Okay. okay. But anyway, I'm going to work on it. So and
0: this is your your duo project with Mike Smith.
2: That's right. Yeah, he's doing electronics. Um. um
0: on live. on the. On the uh, mushroom theme here, we'll go with Oracle of Chanterelle.
2: Oh, nice. Nice. Awesome. Okay, cool. This has
0: been a great, great pleasure, and I hope we get to do it again.
2: Thanks, Rich. I, I hope I'll be able to ask the same questions next time. That would be nice. Right on. Instead of me going on about all my stuff, you know. Are you,
0: are you kidding? It's all about you. Thank you for making time.
2: <laughs> well, thank you. Thanks for asking.
0: Yeah, we'll see you soon. Okay. Ciao. Ciao. Was Oracle of Chanterelle from their 2021 release Bloop? That was Lena Alamano and Mike Smith. What an amazing artist. Go to lenaalamano.bandcamp.com to, uh, to buy all of Lena's music. Thank you, Lena, for sharing everything that you did and for your music, for all that you do. Um, we talked about Karen Ng and that remix project. Um, Go to episode 50 of Industry Tactics to dig into my interview with Karen and her fantastic work. And uh, we will, I'm, yeah, please listen tomorrow to uh, the Boringville Chronicles episode two and subscribe to that podcast. We'll go out with a little ad for this new podcast, the Boringville Chronicles, and we'll see you again next week on Industry Tactics. Thanks for all your support.
1: They say if you're bored, it's cause you're boring. Welcome to
0: Boringville. Join us on a seven-part adventure. It's season one of the Boringville Chronicles, written and produced by Friendly Rich and Corey McCallum. Available now wherever you fetch your podcasts. Search for and subscribe to the
1: Boringville Chronicles.